0: Welcome back to the Total Focus Podcast. I'm your host, Paul. Our sponsor of the week is Mid-Atlantic Video and Photography Productions. No matter if you need photos or video, we are the team to get the job done. No matter matter if you need photos for that great wedding or that special event, they can help you with your photos. And if you need a videographer for your wedding day or if you need to shoot a music video or, or a special family event, they are the videographers to get the job done. So no matter if you're thinking about photos or videos, please contact Mid-Atlantic Video and Photography Productions for your next video or our special guest this week is a former Ms. Teen USA, 1989. and is also a former Ms. USA, 1997. Brandy Sherwood is on the show. Wow, I am so excited for this interview. Brandy is the first Miss USA that I've had the opportunity to interview, as well as the first Miss Teen USA I've had the privilege of working with. And just for our questionnaire and random question, Brandy Sherwood is the first young lady to hold both titles of Teen USA and Miss USA, holding the title in 89 for Teen and 1997 for Miss USA and on top of it she's a well respected actress and was on the Price is Right show as a as a performer for several years so on top of being Miss USA and Miss Teen she was also on the Price is Right what an incredible person if you want to be a successful actor dancer if you want to win Miss USA or Miss Teen you need to listen to this episode I can't encourage you more stay tuned And welcome to the show.
1: Thank you for having me.
0: I am so excited to have my first Miss USA on the show. Ooh, thank you so much. And uh, to my listeners that aren't really like in the know, she is the first Miss USA on my show, but she was also the first Miss Teen USA to go on and win Miss USA as well. So kudos to you because that's oh. a... That's just, like, so incredible and so exciting. I mean.
1: Well, thank you so much. I actually, I was the first team to ever hold the title of Miss USA, but I actually was first runner-up at Miss USA, and then the winner went on to win Miss Universe, and I became Miss USA. So I did hold both titles, but I had the experience of both winning on stage and then assuming the title after. Uh, I, I, I know. I, 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 I should have clarified Miss that. Universe.
0: Yeah, I I know. I should have clarified. You, you technically were you because the young lady won Miss Universe, and she. But you know, you were still Miss USA. So either you know the book right. still. So <laughs> that's right. It's in so the book right. It's just a. It's just the way you know. Like a win is a win. Does it really matter if you won by twenty or that. you won by one? Right. That, you still won. <laughs> you know. You still won. So that's so
1: sweet of you. The the pageant fans and people it's funny it's amazing um how people follow and they know and they know you it's so impressive what you know people that really follow these things um you know what they they know i'm not really familiar with what's going on now so much as i was you know back then but it's really interesting
0: well it's really a sport um as a photographer yes. i look at it as a sport um just like i i love my baseball and baseball is a sport pageantry is a sport um and you have people that come into the pageantry world do really well and then they retire and there's nothing wrong with that i mean there are same the same thing with athletes they do really well and then they retire they go home they they have a great family and then they don't you know they don't they don't have to you don't have to socialize with that group there's no mandate so you know
1: it's so true it's a small world but you're right i always thought similar to sports too. My husband would hes a big saints fan from new Orleans and he'll tell me stories about this guy. He came up, this was his background and he'll tell me the story and I'll get really invested and then I'll want to watch the game and see what happens. And it's kind of like that with pageants when you know the backstory or what's gone on and things like that, it makes it a lot more interesting.
0: Oh, absolutely. Um, so one of the reasons why I personally love baseball because, um, you know stats really do matter you can go back 50 100 years and still say how comparative is. but um i'm sure i'm going to bore my um my listeners so i know that they have come here to hear all about your they experience come here for baseball? <laughs> No <laughs> <laughs> Which i would love to talk about um but um i i'm sure they want to know all about your experience so Um, The question I always ask to all my uh, guests is what are the key things that um, you actually got into pageantry or or the acting world? Were you were you always wanting to do that or were you focused on other things? Were you doing um, instruments or were you ballet or uh, were you or you pageant focused, actor focused as a little child?
1: That's a great question. I, I grew up in Idaho, so it wasn't a huge pageant state, but um, I was really interested in dance. So I started from the time I was three. And my mom tells the story about the Miss America pageant being on. And she said I was sitting in front of the TV. And when the girl won and she was carrying her scepter down the, that long walkway, I turned and I looked over my shoulder and I said, I'm going to be her one day. And and she laughed and um, thought that was, and she would tell me that story later. Now I didn't realize it would be Miss USA if you flash, you know, flash forward, but that was like one little moment. And I wasn't really in kitty pageants or anything like that, we didn't have, I just did dance and, you know, was involved in school. And then I saw my cousin compete in the Miss National Teenager pageant and that was like a scholarship pageant and you also had a talent and I just I saw that and I really wanted to do it I I thought it seemed like a lot of fun a great opportunity to show your talent grades were important I just I loved it watching her compete and so that was my first pageant National Teenager and and what year what,
0: what what year was that
1: Oh, goodness, that was, oh, let's see. Well, let's I say, was, let's do it this
0: way. How many years from Teen USA was that? So Teen USA um, yeah. is 89. So how many years back from that point? Just So to I just did give you- the,
1: it was Miss National Preteen was the first one. So I did three pageant lines. I did Miss National Teenager, so there was a preteen. So my first one, was, I was 12, and then I went to the, uh, the national teenager at 15 i went to the nationals and so it was 15 to 18 competing and i got third runner up at nationals and they kind of factored in your gpa into the whole score and everything that was part of your score oh i like I that. The, that i yeah, love that it idea was your, it I, was really, i like
0: i love promoting a smart woman i that's an awesome yes. idea why don't we have that Oh my god!
1: And I and I have to tell you, it was a big lesson for me because I mean I had a really good GPA, but um, if you had like a four point oh or a three point nine as opposed to a three five, you you know it was better for your score. And I was fifteen competing with eighteen year olds, and I remember getting there and thinking, oh boy, how do I come? There's such a jump from fifteen to eighteen. And so I competed. And then at the end, I remember someone telling me, Hey, you know, if you had had a stronger GPA, like a 4.0, a perfect grade average or a 3.9, you would have done even better. And you know what? I hit the books even harder. And so it was a really good lesson for me. It was such a great experience. It was in Florida. And then I remember watching the Miss Teen USA pageant every year on TV. And I just, I really wanted to do that and so then I run round for Miss Teen USA and I was 18 when I went to nationals there.
0: So basically you really kind of worked up your way, you, you did a couple of pageants and then really took a big leap and you just it happened to all pay off at the right point. Is that the right way to say it or, or am I, I guess, am I screwing yeah. am I putting things not in the right projective?
1: Yeah, it I guess it depends on where it's like someone'll say, "Oh, were you always a pageant girl?" and I think, "Well, you know, I did really three systems, but I wasn't in a pageant every year like in the South. You they're in pageants a lot of girls all the time, you know, every year there's a lot of pageants. My life was dance and when I got older I wanted to do pageants, but I didn't do a ton of pageants. So, I guess it's it's all relative to you know um where you live how big pageants are that kind of thing so yeah I did a few and the first one third runner up at nationals and then Miss Teen USA that was amazing to win that pageant coming from you know a small state where you go in and it's it it can be very intimidating I remember the former title holders helping me pack and saying oh, when you get there, you know, you're competing with Miss California and Miss Texas, and they have these amazing wardrobes and these trainers, and you got to be ready. And they they came to my house when I was packing, and they're like, oh, no, you only have seven bags. You're going back for three weeks. You got to be ready. You got to just start throwing things into bags. So when I went to Miss Teen USA for three weeks, I ended up, these girls helped me pack that were former title holders, and I had, I think, like, 14 or 15 bags <laughs> for well three weeks. hey
0: kudos to their sisters because if it wasn't for them you probably would I mean do you, I mean that sounds like some pretty awesome people because
1: they were they were they were pulling everything out of my closet and I can't say it was you know amazing some of these girls come so prepared and being prepared encompasses so many things there's Wardrobe. Um, You might work with someone on current events and and really get to know yourself. And public speaking. You're working for sponsors, so there's some modeling. There's so much charity involved. You can be involved in the charities. That's what I love about the Miss USA line is you can be involved in many charities and also do um, one specific one that you see more as a platform for you. So I loved that. Um, There's it's just really. I think it takes a well-rounded individual to be able to step into all those different roles that you might have during a given year.
0: Well, I agree with that comment because, I mean, I think it takes a very well-rounded person to be able to go to public appearances, do TV interviews, talk in front of senators, congressmen, hopefully the president. So you need someone who can take on that pressure so. Clearly, um, so the judges felt that that you were able to to rise to to to, to that occasion. So, um, you had dance. mentioned no, no, Um, you had mentioned dance. So, is dance what you per- contribute? Like being comfortable on stage or being in good in good health is th- is that one of the key factors that you feel that gave you? confidence or, or put you in a, in a spot where at least as as a teen that you were good or or is am I overblowing the whole dance um philosophy there
1: no I think you're spot on I think dance makes you just comfortable in your own skin expressing yourself especially on stage um music you know just it made me very comfortable on a stage is the whole you know, dance experience. I just loved it. And it also exposed me. I won a scholarship in Salt Lake City. We went to a convention and I won a scholarship out to Joe Tremaine Dance Studios in the summers. So I would come out and we would get to dance. And my grandparents retired in Laguna Beach. So my grandma would bring me up in the car and pack my lunch and I'd dance at these studios. And, and you know, it was just really exciting to be able to do that but it definitely helped with pageants
0: well yeah it sounds like it did it sounds like it's made a huge impact on your life do you if it if it wasn't for pageantry do you think dance would have been one of your major impact impacts in your younger younger career younger life
1: you know I that's interesting I don't know I think it all kind of worked together I I did the dance. I did pageants. Later, I got into some acting. I went to a conservatory in Los Angeles, the American Academy of Dramatic Arts. And when you go there, they they tell you, you have to study dance, singing, and acting. And they said, if you don't feel you're a good dancer, you still have to take some dance classes so you're comfortable with movement. And I didn't feel I was a strong singer. I mean, I can sing. Okay. Maybe I'm like more of a shower sing in front of my kids and embarrass them. But I just, Oh, the anxiety to have to sing in front of people made me nervous, but they had us do it. And it was so good. So all of those things were things I studied and, you know, pageants, it's one night of being on a stage. Well, not just one night, there's a very glamorous night of being on the stage, but so much of the year is, is working. You could be working with individuals, or going into schools, or into you know um, a retirement um, center, there's just so many different things involved. But it all stems from that one night on the stage that people see, and they see it as this very glamorous event. And it's really a job for the year. When the when the girl wins her title, a lot of people don't realize what's involved in that, and it's really um, it's really interesting because it's there's just so much involved in you know, what makes the title holder, you know, it's that one night that you see maybe on TV and then people don't follow the year so much unless they're tapped into the pageant world.
0: Yeah. People only recognize you unless you wear your sash or crown. It's sad, but, it. and I, (laughs) and I'm, I'm kind of devastated that they tried to play the tricky rue with uh, Miss America this year and didn't give her sash until like three weeks in. So
1: um, oh really? Yeah. Oh, I didn't know that what, they um, why was that?
0: They decided because they've been playing around with the rules and the way um, they only sure. crowned her with her crown and they didn't they didn't provide her a sash um, until like three weeks in because they thought she didn't need a sash but like oh wow m- like media and like people like that are like not pageant people like you said they they need like visual cues to be like she's Miss America, she's Miss USA. Sure. You know? Sure. We we live in a TV world today, you know. So, I mean, you know that as it's much as anyone.
1: True. I laughed when I won Miss Teen USA. They put the sash on and the crown, and the sash got flipped around, so it was—it said nothing. <laughs> it was like Miss No Name. <laughs>
0: but see, but see that isn't that um because they say when it falls through the crown, when if the crown falls through your head, it's supposed to be good luck. So I wonder if it was good luck. That, oh, really? Yes. So maybe yeah, that was maybe I that maybe not know that maybe that was what good luck that you know rolled you into uh, Miss USA. So
1: and I had no clue. I just was so, it was literally an out of body experience when that happened. And I look back and I see that, you know, miss no name up there. So excited, smiling. And just, it was just an amazing moment. It's when you think of those moments in your life, those huge, that was definitely one of them. You know, I put it right up there with my you know, having my children obviously and getting married, but those moments that just take your breath away. Literally if you see the video, I was hyperventilating at Miss Teen USA.
0: I would hope you I are. Thought I would I mean I I
1: thought I would pass out. You're right. It was it was pretty crazy.
0: I um I I when those moments come, even if it's a state or a local and um the girl doesn't do that, I get really, really like concerned that Maybe, <laughs> maybe this isn't the person I should have picked, or like like or they they think they're they were gonna win the entire time. That's not necessarily good either. So that's always a good thing that like you you're gonna pass out. So
1: And you wonder sometimes when people seem calm, is the if the inner storm going on, maybe they're just good at not showing it. You always wonder Fair. Um you know, you never know. But I would imagine boy that's interesting. I wonder how many people haven't felt those nerves in that last moment, you know, before they announced the winner.
0: There are some very strong women out there that, you know, they, they don't want to show emotion. So, um, it, you know, I, I think that, um, the one thing that's good is that, um, women are given the opportunity to not have to like, put, you know, this is the emotion that, Whatever you feel, if that's the way you need, then that's the way it is, and that's good too. Um, you shouldn't yes. be required to like like a cookie cutter. <laughs> so sure. Um, I, I want to ask some like fundamental questions because okay. sometimes this is so going into that competition because the the teen um, conte- uh, pageant didn't have as long of a legacy as it has now because it only started in 83 and the USA, right. the USA, um, the Miz goes back to, um, the early thirties, I believe. Yeah. So were, were you even like, like, were you like stressed out or did you feel pressure? Um, like the legacy kind of thing or, was that something that after you won, you didn't, did you feel the pressure or not? Or did you, did you feel that like, because this is like an uncharted, there is no huge legacy to have to live up to that you felt a little bit less burden? or because peop, young people sometimes are just blind to that kind of stuff. Were you just not aware of that kind of stuff?
1: Oh, you mean for the teen? Yes, it? yes. You know that I I hadn't thought of it. I mean, I knew about Miss USA and then like you said, that's that's a really good point. It hadn't been around as long. I just remember it being a big deal to me. And when it would come on the the TV, it's kind of like pageants used to be sort of like reality TV. Everyone would get around the TV and watch. Now there's so many choices, you know. There's so many you know, I remember they would do the sections on the girls and their life or Showing the city, they were having the pageant in, and you got a sense of the girls beyond the glamour on the stage. And I always loved that. So I just, I was just so excited to, you know, go in and represent my state. And I knew it was a national pageant; it was televised. So there's pressure, absolutely, when you win any pageant. You, you, you become, you know, this. There's this title, and it's it's beyond you it's it's the title and you're bringing what you have to it but you want to do it justice you want to do a good job you don't know what to expect uh will it be what I thought I'm going to learn things I want to give it my all will people accept me all those things that anyone has whether it's your first day of school or you know winning a national title or landing a huge job you really want to live up to people's expectations but still stay true to who you are so I just really remember wanting to do a good job when I won and thought you know I just have to be me and do the best I can, and we'll see where it goes
0: hey i I think that's you know whatever what that's the best way to say you know clear you know sometimes. Um, just trying to do the best job possible and not trying to live up to other people's expectations is probably the best way to go.
1: And I, you know, it's funny when I was Miss USA, I would, I, I'm not, I would run into people and they would say, you're, you're Miss USA. And they, they, I would get a lot. I expected you to be taller and I'm five, seven. So I, Ooh, I guess.
0: Did that hurt? Because yeah. that, that that to me it hurts. Like I'm, that's that, that, that's good. an undercut. That's like so people don't understand. Like that's such an undercut.
1: I expect it. I I think it's a larger than life kind of. I, I There was a run where the girls. I remember. I think you had to be really tall for a while, and five seven is is a decent height. And they weren't mean of it. They would just, I think people expect you to be like almost six feet tall, you know? And it's like you walk in with that sash and that crown and it's, it's sort of like the Easter bunny, you know, you hear about the Easter bunny, but there's the Easter bunny over there. That's the Easter bunny. And people have this perception that you're super tall. That was, that was one thing that stuck out to me.
0: I always say it, she, it's, it's like you're playing it and you're it. Like, look, she's it. And everyone points. Ooh, it, it. You know? (laughs) I just wanted to take one second from this great interview and talk about our sponsor of the week, Mid-Atlantic Video and Photography Productions. No matter if you're planning a wedding, a special event, or you just need an amazing headshot, they are the team to get the job done. You can reach out to them at 443-422-3830. Again, that's 443-422-3830. Or you can go just go right to their website at mavpp.com. Now let's get right back to the show and listen to this great interview. What are some of the, like, the cool things coming out of that year of service as teen as teen uh usa um did you learn anything really valuable that really put you on a like like a genesis that like you ran into a certain person or someone gave you something or did you learn something in that experience that you you held on to and it really made you a better person
1: uh, as teen or as teen would you say as teen yes because
0: i'm gonna we're gonna talk about usa and we're going on
1: sure absolutely i think the big thing uh was traveling and get to seeing all sorts of places that's the biggest education you can have when you have the opportunity to travel which i might not have had if i didn't have that experience and um i went to indonesia I was able to actually fill in for Miss Universe for a day and see the culture going to, especially to a different country or to a different state. There's just such an education in that. And, um, it was just really amazing. I grew with public speaking with confidence and with just having gratitude because, you know, it's a year and then you have this title and then it's just. Back to 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 normal or whatever you would call it, you know. And you have to have a lot of um, kind of knowing who you are, because when when that year's over, you just go on into your life and and you're just that girl. You're not the title. You're you'll always have the title, but you're not a current title holder. So you have to really have a strong sense of self, I think, just to go back into in your life and figure out what it is you want to do. So I just think there's so many lessons um along the way. You just grow in every area you could imagine.
0: Oh yeah, I I absolutely agree with you. You're always you're always the you always are Miss Miss Teen USA, but you have to li- you have to really take as many of those opportunities and really um learn from them and uh you know, you only have 12 months um usually to so but it sounds like you really do you feel that that title made a larger impact on your life and projective than the USA title?
1: I do. I do. I, it's um, and, uh, I probably. Before,
0: wait, before you go on. And then sure. the follow up question to that if you have a younger person that is still eligible, would you recommend them to try to pursue that title? maybe not specifically USA or, or, but the teen title in any, does that title really help you? Um, would you recommend them pursuing that title?
1: I, you know, I really, I would recommend it if someone is interested in that, I think it's a great way to build self-confidence and get public speaking skills down and, uh, you get involved in a lot of charities, What you can do that outside of pageants too. But like my first um, pageant, I told you about Miss National Teenager, your grades were a part of it and you had to meet a certain amount of hours for volunteer service, which I loved. And so it exposed me to that and you had to meet, you know, the hours and it was required. And I love that, that it just, I felt made me a better person all the way around. And and I, know, getting dis- and I agree oh, with
0: you. No, no. And I agree with you. Those are two rules that they need to bring back, both um volunteering as a requirement, um for so many hours as well as school requirement. I love those ideas. So like I mean Yes. That is that's so well, I mean like that's like a that's a that's a ha ha, yes, yes, that's a no brainer, right? Because we want educated, hard working women that love our country, that that want to do great, run for office, and all that kind of stuff. So, yeah, that's exactly the type of women we want to promote. I mean, that's a like a, yeah, I mean.
1: And, yeah, there's all types of careers and, and women who that I've met who've become Miss USA that could be successes in the entertainment industry. They could be doctors, lawyers, or stay-at-home moms, or whatever it is that they're doing and excelling at. I guarantee that experience made them strive to wherever they are today and what other whatever career whatever she's doing it just it's such a wonderful opportunity and during the year you can make it your own they'll ask you as as Miss USA they said you know what do you want to be involved in what charities do you want to work with and then they had their charities as well so people don't realize how much of the year we had work hours Um, as Miss USA, we would go to the office and do our work hours. And then we would do, you might be, you know, on a golf course in the morning, doing a charity event, and then by night doing something else for the heart association. And then maybe the next day, a TV show. So you can imagine how much that would help toward any career, just having those, those experiences and getting to travel and, and learn.
0: Especially at that young age too. I mean, I, Oh, I mean, you—you specifically—it sounded like um, filling in for Miss Universe for one day made a huge impact on your life.
1: Oh, that was the most one of the most amazing experiences of my life. I have to tell you, in some of these countries, title holders—it's a big deal. I've—I've I've heard like a formal title holder in certain countries. They'll they just see them almost as a former head of state or something like that. And there I went over to Indonesia because the girl was, it was all planned and she had a medical situation come up. I think she had had um, surgery. Um, I don't know if it was her wisdom teeth or something happened and they called me, I was in Los Angeles. You, you need to fill in. And I think this was actually after I had given up the teen title, or was it, yeah, and then i I got on the plane, I went to Indonesia, and they had all the posters of her, and they were chanting her name, miss little Universe. little
0: awkward, but okay,
1: and I'm thinking, <laughs> oh no, I've got my teen sash, my crown, you know, I'm with Miss Malaysia, Miss Singapore, and I'm thinking, oh no, if they see. I'm not Miss Universe. am I going to be in trouble here? <laughs> they were chanting her name, and I was taken by Car to an event, and people were in the streets, jumping on the car it was I thought, is Michael Jackson behind me? This was unbelievable
0: no so it's it's, like, it's legit it's a it's a sport there it's a you are you are a queen in every sense I of the word
1: to, i was i it was like being Miss Universe for a day this little window into what this was like, it was unbelievable. And then we, we toured and we went to Bali and we um, met the prime minister. I remember dance, uh, um, we would perform for the princess and it was just, it was like a dream. It was amazing. Um, so to have that experience, yes, at like 19 years old, 18 years old, traveling, a girl from Idaho who who grew up, you know, in the small town, I mean, not tiny, but, you know, for. 39,000 people in my town it was it was just an amazing opportunity and I will forever be grateful it really changed my life and set me on the path to actually come to Los Angeles and pursue some dreams and I look I look at what happened just moving to you know California in my life and it's funny how one turn in life can take you down a certain path and and you see that as a pivotal moment that that got you to where you are today
0: Well, you know, it's one of those things that I personally promote um, as, along with being a photographer. I've owned a family travel agency with my mom for almost 15 years, and I agree with you 100%. Having that big trip, even if it was in your early 20s or in your late teens, is such an impactful thing, and it clearly is such an impactful thing for you. I had that experience going to London and Ireland for three weeks and oh, that wow. made that changed my life and made me understand like the broader spec and I feel like yep. I'm very yeah. more compassionate towards like the world view and understanding that, you know, it's not just about America. And it sounds like you you, you, you understand that too. And um you know, I think that's only because you when you're young you are more open to more experiences. So yeah, I encourage that so much. And that's good that you experienced that.
1: And you went with your mom, you said?
0: No, I, um, I had the opportunity to do a people to people trip. And I don't know if you've ever heard of it. But one of the late presidents set up a exchange program um, for a summer program that takes about 50 people along with uh, chaperones and you do home stays and you tour um, either Europe or uh, United Kingdom and the idea is to really build friendships in Europe, um, specifically in Europe. They also expanded into um, Australia into New Zealand, um, to broaden wow. American. Yeah. So yeah, that's I, amazing. I think it's in yeah absolutely incredible and I think that just in that it, it's, I think it's the right time where your brain just like, kind of like goes, ah, oh. so, yes, And I, it sounds I like you, you got the right. Yeah. And I, it sounds like you got the aha uh-huh because you can recall it like so easily. And to oh, be honest, yeah. um, I know you, you, you have taken a step back. We, we had had a brief conversation, um, in the pageant world. So the last couple of uh, Miss universes, um, have been in the Philippines. And when she's come back, they've like mobbed the streets, So your experience yeah. does not sound like an onion. <laughs> un- so that sounds like how much they love pageantry, especially Miss Universe. It's a, it, it you know, that, that's pretty awesome. So.
1: It, it It's so amazing. And there was another trip where they had 12 title holders and this was a mix of Miss USA's Miss Teen USA's, um, Uh, girls in the Miss America, all different pageants, international pageant. And and we went over to Thailand and did charity work and made appearances and they love the crowns. And they, they said, because normally you wear the crown, maybe if you have a formal event or, or something like that, Uh, I don't know how it it's probably changed over the years. No, you're
0: right. Um, My best friend has a title with Maryland and USA and she would protest wearing the the crown. The crown would only be worn if she had to. She would only she would love to wear her sash, but she wouldn't like to wear her crown. So that's still like the norm.
1: Yeah, it's it's funny because I think I remember wearing my crown more as a state title holder, and then obviously with Miss USA when they had the 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 special crown that's oh know, yeah the, real, the million million that, dollar one yeah of course yeah you would have to have bodyguards and things and then things can happen with the crown i i learned that lesson and, and oh did I you know break your crown too no.
0: <laughs>
1: no my did you hear the stories about oh no <laughs>
0: if it's a good story and you're open to tell it we please tell us
1: yeah. well my story it wasn't that i I heard one girl. She had went through like three. She just like stepped on one, and because I felt bad, mine got left in a rental car. It's my, and it's and it's it's.
0: In wait, wait but you, but someone went through three of them. <laughs> I oh, mean, I mean,
1: this is what I heard.
0: That's a allegedly. that's a that's a fireable. <laughs> <I
1: mean, laughs> allegedly, I don't. Well, of course, I, everything's I
0: think, allegedly. You know, you know, we we don't we don't we're... speak of of who who we're talking about. Wink, wink. You know. <laughs>
1: I think maybe the travel managers who told me this were trying to make me feel better because uh, we switched cars and mine was left in the rental car and didn't realize till later. And of course, this crown, I don't know if you've heard they were held in these gun cases.
0: I mean, it doesn't surprise me. So, yeah,
1: when you went through the airport, it's so big that they found these gun cases. They had styrofoam the the crown you'd go through the airport and they would always stop you because they knew that was a gun case and they weren't expecting a crown to pop oh, of course. out of there, but <laughs> of <course. Yeah.
0: laughs> so, did they also so do I... the, did they also do the crazy thing where they, did they use the handcuff on the, uh, on the, <laughs> on the, the, the holster. So was it handcuffed to someone too? So they couldn't run off with, <laughs> you know, cause I could see That's them so doing different.
1: that. Oh, I can imagine. I can imagine. Right uh yeah so I left it in the rental car and then um so they they had another you know crab, but they told me oh someone they've broken before so it kind of made sense So maybe this is partly why they they don't wear them all the time like during the day and they they how they told us is you know it's more for formal events and that kind of thing but Sometimes, as a state title holder, I know we wore them a lot, but I know there was a year they used a crown that had been broken on like a festival of trees to auction it off for charity, which was really neat. The topper on the tree was the crown, the Miss USA crown. So that was really neat. And they were able to raise money um, doing a tree like that. So,
0: I mean, it's a good idea. And to be honest, the crown that you got to wear as Miss USA 1997 is a incredibly beautiful crown I don't understand why they don't use that mold because it's they still use a smaller one for the state level. I really love the stars crown i oh it's it looks so, pretty. so gorgeous it did
1: and I love the I love the teen crown oh yeah, um, I really
0: love the teen crown I think it's very appropriate it's like it's so like um nifty and like cute is the way, i guess the way I would say it.
1: And now you're reminding me of why we were talking about that trip. So on this trip, they loved the crown so much, they had us wear it all day into the night. And it was like 12 hours of wearing the crowns. And we would get home and we would all have dents in our head from the crowns. And of course, the Miss Universe or the ones with the really tall crowns, they had the deepest dent in their head from the crown.
0: You're 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 speaking the truth. Uh, all of my um, closest friends that have had titles for a long time have nice little divots at the top of their forehead, especially above their hairline. So
1: that's the telltale sign, yeah, right? Yeah,
0: you know, all you have to do is shave the girl and be like, "Yeah, you're a pageant girl." <laughs> <laughs> you know, there you, you know? go. Exactly.
1: She has the the dent in her head.
0: Exactly. So. From eighty nine, or I guess I guess ninety to ninety seven, was there any gaps between that magical year of ninety seven, or did you, um, wait until you're eligible? Well, you would technically would be eligible. Were you at that point? Was the rules allow? Were you allowed to compete for Miz <coughs> at nineteen, or did you have to wait till you're twenty? Um, at that point, because the rules have changed um, back and forth. Oh. Yeah. So, wow.
1: You could probably tell me better. I don't, you know, I actually don't know if there was a rule. I wasn't planning to do the Miss USA pageant. Oh, you were just never, no, it never really. I I had such a great experience as teen. You would think, Oh, you'd want to do it again. I just thought this was such a great, I mean, I went on my dad's birthday. I had a four leaf clover in my shoe for good luck traveled all over, brought me to Los Angeles, won a scholarship to the Fashion Institute of Design and Merchandising. I started working, you know, in the entertainment industry, doing TV shows and modeling. And I I didn't really think about doing it until, almost till before I was too old to do it. And I had a friend encourage me and she said, you really should run for Miss USA. And I said, well, I kind of knew what it entailed. I did it and I traveled with Miss USA and Miss Universe and they are very busy girls. The Miss USA, when I was Miss Teen, I think she had 12 days off the entire year and it's an amazing job. But I thought, you know, how do you, how does lightning strike twice? So know? that's like,
0: like what, 300, have, is that like 350 appearances? Did I do my math right? Crazy, did I do you, my math right? You,
1: I think you probably did. They were very busy. They had certain contracts with different companies and, and then Miss Universe and I, uh, it was interesting. I was the teen, but I lived in Idaho at the time, and I would travel and meet the travel manager, and then we would go to an um, to an appearance where Miss USA and Miss Universe at the time they lived in the same apartment, and they would travel, you know, and then maybe I'd meet them, or I got to stay with them. They were my big sisters. Gretchen Paul Hamas and Angela Visser loved both those girls, um, Gretchen was from Texas. Angela was from Holland and, you know, we'd have popcorn and watch movies together and would do appearances together. And it was just really such a great experience that I, I just, I didn't, I didn't really think about it too much. And then when it got closer, um, I had a friend encourage me and then I started thinking about it and gotten that mindset. And I, I competed from Idaho again, even though I had lived in California, I, you know, was from Idaho. That was always my roots. And I went back and I competed in the last year I could have done it um, for Miss Idaho. And I thought going back, boy, you know, there is more pressure. If you've been Miss Teen USA, you just don't want to go and you let anyone down or, or.
0: So you literally took, you took off your entire eligibility experience up to your last year off
1: you mean i did i took my
0: you took all the years that you were eligible to to compete from teen on to miss usa you so you competed in your last year and you didn't compete at all no wow so you really just like your friend was like do it (laughs) for like fun (laughs) like what's the what's you're not going to lose anything if you if you lose and if you win then you know Wow. So this was just like okay, I'm gonna do it for fun. Is that is that how you went into it, or was I
1: took it? I think I took it seriously. I knew what it entailed. It's 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 an amazing job, and opportunity, but it's it's also knew exactly what it's like. You know what I mean? Like you travel, and I had this wonderful, great. I don't want to say perfect experience, but nothing's perfect. But it was such a wonderful experience. It was like that it happened and I, I felt, I don't know, satisfied with what happened and I kind of moved on to other things and yeah, just wasn't course. really thinking about, um, doing a pageant. And I knew, even though I loved pageants, it was nothing like that. It just didn't really,
0: was imp- not It wasn't impacting your life or wasn't motivating you.
1: Yeah. It, yeah. It wasn't something that I was kind of working in the industry and just, um, and my mom mentioned it are you interested in doing and I thought oh no and and you think what are the odds of lightning striking twice you know what I mean it's very like, rare that's why that's I, rare that's why I did mention
0: it and I, uh, you know if if you were my if you know if you were my wife I would make sure that I would be like guess who I'm married to and she's so special <laughs> I, I, I hey you know so I'm funny. sorry it's just hey you know sometimes you you know, if you were married to like a you know someone sp- um, fantastic in his field, I would expect her to do the same for me too. So
1: that is so funny. My husband makes those jokes all the time. He
0: well, good. He's, he's proud of you. He loves he it. Be
1: he's very bright. He's very sweet. He's very um, but and he was there. I thought he was m- more nervous. My whole family. I just oh, didn't yeah. want to. Embarrass, you know I don't know just not do well I wanted to but I knew I've always kind of felt you might have a similar top 10 but there's so much goes on the night of that pageant it's like you know you can have a great golf game and then a really bad golf game the next day oh yeah of course it's the judges the night the moment um but certain people how they project themselves I think if you change the winners you could have or the the judges you could have a different winner maybe changing the day changing the judges it could come out totally differently i've always kind of wondered about that but but
0: the biggest thing is this doesn't happen if you don't win your state pageant so right that's um, true too i guess my thought is did you i i my closest friend like decided to do her, her last pageant last minute so she kind of like shocked everyone so did you like let the girl like did did the girls know that you were coming back on your last year did they get like because i don't know how it was in 97 but people tend to like start chatting like oh you know this uh former national title holder she's going to come back and like so like was that at your state level was was that kind of pressure because to me the way i would look at it there would be more pressure to win that state level competition than <laughs> than to win the USA, right? Because it, at the yeah. at that point you're ready. It, if you don't, even, if you can't even get to USA, that's a that's a real. Di- but if you get to USA, you can at least say, you know, I've been to the two most major competitions in this system, which is a very rarity. So.
1: It can be very. I think what you're saying, boy, you really understand. This yeah, I understand I the ball.
0: It. I that's why I love baseball because there's like so. Yeah. There's such a like and and people are very like shady. So like I there's like so I can see how people and girls like to chat. So like I I just didn't know if there was that diverse of like divisiveness in '97 because there's no social well, media. Because I'm yeah, well, we're the right. general we're true. you know you know, your generation and my generation are very, you know, we're very close. So I'm basic, I graduated in 2000. So I'm definitely the last generation without social media. So um, I, I don't like you, you definitely didn't have the heavy scrutiny that the girls have now, but you definitely were still under a lot of stress.
1: That's true. It's funny because well let's see the Idaho pageant that year it wasn't a huge but you're right it's very hard to win a state pageant to even get to this I judged Miss Texas and I I was just overwhelmed there were so many and so many were so amazing and then some started looking all the same so when someone came through and really stood out especially in the interview connecting with her and then that it It gives you such an interesting perspective when you judge and some of these girls would say, you know, I've been back four times to win my state, you know, each, each time maybe they'd do a little bit better or, and then, you know, the Idaho pageant was definitely smaller, but, and. You know, I had lived in California. I think you have to be back there. It was like six months or something. But that's where I was from. That's that's, that's still the current
0: roots... role. Yep. So that's right.
1: Yeah, it was like my roots, Miss Idaho. Every pageant, I, the few that I did was Miss Idaho. And that's kind of where I was born and raised. So it was in the Northern part of Idaho and I didn't know a lot of the girls. So I'm not sure what they heard or what, and they were all nice. So I don't know, but it is pressure, you know, going to the state or the national it's different kinds of pressure, like you say to go and you just want to do well. And then, you know, you have the one shot if if it's, if it's the last year or whatever.
0: Yeah. Um, Yeah. So I, um, I'm just trying to think, you know, how that went and it's, you know, If, if, if the, if you didn't have that pressure from the girls, then you really were able to really focus on yourself. So then I guess, how did USA feel? Like if, did you feel more pressure at your state than at USA or, or, or was USA more stressful for you?
1: I, well, yeah, I mean, you, I wanted to go back and do a good job, but I knew you know, anything can happen at the national level. You just, it's like, you know, sports, there can be an injury. There can be, you know, the night, the questions are such a, they were such a big part of it. A girl can be be doing very well. She can do great at preliminaries, but it comes down to those final questions. And we often see that on TV where things really change based on that. So I knew, I knew all of that and I just wanted to do a good job. And you know, I told my family, you know, anything can happen. I think they were more stressed than I was. And I remember being in the final moment with, um, the girl that ended up winning and we were in the soundproof booth, you know, think, and you're thinking in that moment about what's going to happen. And, you know, I had that moment with teen of winning and getting the crown and sash and nearly hyperventilating in that moment where I didn't win, but I was, truly excited and happy to be there down to the end. I was like, this is great. You know, this, I just kind of felt like this wasn't meant for me if I didn't win, you know what I mean? Like I really, truly felt that way. I didn't, I did okay in the pageant. I went on with my life. And then three months later I get a call and they said, Miss USA is in the top five. She's going to win Miss Universe. And it was tape delayed in California. So I,
0: Whoa, wait wait whoa. wait wait you're 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 this is a huge story. Here. Wait 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 wait. Yeah. Wait wait. Okay, so in 97 they weren't they weren't showing it live at least in your state I guess that you were living no. in. And so they called you and they already knew who won? Oh my god, no, that must a, no.
1: no, a friend of mine called okay and that day my mom said, "Are you going to watch the pageant? I had a couple people because you know the thing if for any reason, you can't fulfill your duties. It's the, the it's the coolest rule ever, right? <laughs> right. You, you always hear that thing at the end that they go through. And, but it doesn't, I, I don't, I think it only had happened a couple times before it happened that year. And I, did. I seriously, Miss Universe is such a huge thing. I didn't really think, I don't know. I just didn't, I don't even know if I was going to watch the past. I was reading a magazine. I remember when I got this call. She's in the top five. I think she's going to win. And and this friend played it over the phone a- as as Miss USA won Miss Universe, and and she said that that's how you Miss found USA.
0: out. You found yeah. out over speaker. <laughs>
1: I found over the phone. Oh, I, only I
0: went, in ninety seven is that. The way
1: you find? Yeah, I, I hear over the phone, and my I, mom. Our said, generation
0: well, today would would have a hissy fit if the internet goes out, and you had
1: to. <laughs> oh, totally. It you, was like. She's playing it. I was in shot, and my mom said, well, I guess you're Miss USA. And she picked out a colander and slapped it on my head. And my boyfriend, who's my now husband, went outside and picked some flowers out of the yard. And he threw those in my arms. And, and then I have a picture of the colander and the
0: flowers. I was going to say, please tell me there is a photo of that moment. because there, Oh,
1: gosh, I do. I good, don't know where good, that photo is, but good. it's been,
0: Yeah. That, There's a photo. Because you deserve a photo for that moment. It's too, it's too, to, 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 to have that moment, one, you don't even get to see your sister win this no, universe. No, you have to have it here no. relayed. And then you have your future husband like destroying your mom's rose bed to, to view flowers. <laughs> and your mom's making a crown out of paper. I mean, classic, right? She, she classic. Threw
1: the, the the salad colander, big silver yes. salad colander, on my head, and I was wearing red sweat <laughs> bottoms and a white T shirt.
0: Okay, and that so was you're my almost crowning
1: you're moment. You're almost, red, white, little,
0: you're almost red, oh, white, yeah. and blue. You're almost red, white, and blue.
1: There you go. There you go. Oh my, it was a it was a crazy crowning moment. How many people have a colander on their head when they become Miss USA? Right.
0: I think you're. I think you're the one and only, darling.
1: <laughs> <laughs> i did so that was and then you think oh wow what happens next and i got the call the next day okay you're going to new um, york right you're it was la they said you're oh. moving into the apartment so the apartment and, in
0: 97 was in la not new york
1: yes it was awesome uh i think it moved the next year and so miss usa had an apartment on the fifth floor and miss universe was on the sixth floor and you you each lived with a, a lady, a chaperone. and I right, knew of some of the people from Teen, which was great. I knew some of the travel managers, I knew some of the people in the company. Um, so your life when I, Your life like
0: completely up? changes in like twenty four hours then, or is in forty eight hours.
1: It did. It took a did they, turn. Did they right? just
0: did, did they just wipe your wardrobe? And be like, okay, we need your entire wardrobe. <laughs> like, or did they say just leave, just leave your wardrobe? We're gonna provide you a whole new wardrobe. You,
1: you know, it's you do bring some things, and then you, they take you, and you you have that that moment they take you, and they find some appearance clothes, and you have the photo shoot, and a lot of, a lot of things were changing that year, and I remember having a lot of local. Appearances in Los Angeles that year a lot there was a lot of change going on with the pageant and everything but it was yeah it was three months later after the pageant that but you're still Miss USA, USA so
0: you who cares if it's a local appearance or or, or, or international you're still Miss USA so right I mean yeah right it, so it
1: was, uh, it was amazing it was so uh, it was just incredible to have that experience again and then I was able to you know, just get involved and you had the office hours and then you would. um, I, I did a lot with the DARE program and then I did a lot with the different charities they had and they kind of incorporate the girl's personality into her year, which is really wonderful. So I enjoyed that. But I don't even know if a lot of people knew I was Miss Teen USA when I competed at USA. I didn't really mention it a lot in interviews. I remember having local interviews competing and people would say, why don't you bring that up? And I had this thing of, I kind of want to be seen on my own merit as Brandy from Idaho. Not everybody knew. It wasn't like this big thing at Miss USA that Miss Teen USA is running for Miss USA again. But but Brandy,
0: in all sincerity, I don't know how many of your other colleagues had because prior to that, 83 is the first time you won in in 89 so that's uh a fast math that's only about 15 competitors prior to then another seven so you only have about 20 sisters in that in that true, that that's so true. that's not a lot of people that could potentially compete in the Miz category so you at that point you know and i i absolutely agree with you why point out that you want to you want them to recognize you for the accomplishments that you have currently? That's just a footnote, but it's a cool footnote. It's a really cool footnote.
1: Yeah, it's kind of like some, I I guess it's how you look at it. I thought, oh, I should come in here and come in on my own merit. Now, I'm sh- sure people in the pageant world might have known or some people from the company, but I just kind of wanted to, I don't know. It's not like I hit it, but it didn't really come up a lot. So I don't think it was interesting. It was, it was not a big thing when the, they would give local interviews or whatever. Hey, you know, you were miss Teen USA. Uh, now you're running for USA. Is that a lot of pressure? It didn't come up too much. And I didn't really go out of my way to bring it up. I don't know. I just, maybe that wasn't, I don't know. In hindsight, was that good, bad? I mean, it was Someone pro- could criticize either way, you know.
0: But it was probably also just a kind of like a knowledge-based thing also. I mean, in 1997, I remember, you know, that was my high school years. And, I mean, my parents were the biggest dorks in the world. And we had every kind of computer um, you could think of. And, I mean, the Internet was very primitive. I mean, we were stealing. I was fully admit that I was using Napster, stealing music, you know, at um at 15 years old so like um i don't think that like people had like wikipedia databases like tracking (laughs) every single thing like so like i you know there there was a book that said that had you in there but there wasn't like a thing that would pop up and be like oh you know she's also this 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 and this you know that that took time for someone to come up and be a stalker and have all the all all that stuff you know someone had to like put that together so You, it sounds like you, you came, you won your title at like the best time. The stalkers still had to do like a lot of research and like, you know, you could, you could focus on the other stuff. Like I, to me, it sounds like 1990, the nineties in general was a great time to be a title holder because you could really focus on your agenda and really help people that you want to and really help, um, promote things that are what you are focused on then having all these distractions. So.
1: Oh, it was so great. And you meet, I've met so many just fantastic ladies through the pageants and, and going back to the reunion, the 60th reunion, and you kind of, you know, see some of the girls you knew before and meet some of the recent ones and some of the ones that it was such a neat experience to see. They had time magazine there and all these women who share this bond, having this experience and, it was really interesting talking to them about their year, what stuck out to them or their experience. And you all kind of share that. So it was really, really unique.
0: Before I take our last break, I guess I should ask this question because you have a daughter. Um, Do you think that she's, as she grows up, do you think that she's going to have any kind of pressure like because of social media now? And is, do you think that, because you do you are the first and you you have you have both titles do you think that she might be on that pressure do you think people are going to encourage her I, um to 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 win a title or going to acting and do you think that pressure will be more intense for her
1: It's funny I have two daughters you have I two have two
0: daughters I'm so sorry
1: Yes Katie is my um miracle baby she was three months premature 11 so sweet just the sweetest kindest oh she's like a shining light i know i say that i'm her mom but she she really is just the sweetest and then i have ava um who is just well we named her zilla like godzilla because she came out destroying everything and in it, fact there I has to be one the,
0: right there has to be one right yeah
1: i i won't show her the crown because i know it'll get you know that'll be the, the second broken well you crab, have to show her
0: one day so it's gonna happen yeah i'll
1: have to show i'll have to show her a bit at and- least for
0: me because your legacy should be defended so please <laughs> please hilarious. please don't please don't i'm gonna be you know don't make me say that i'm in 60s and your title hasn't been defended in any in any fashion okay
1: <laughs> love that it is the truth you know that's what
0: the the, that was like the legacy question that i just because now you do you feel that there's going to be a burden toward your family i guess is the question
1: it's funny katie didn't katie's never seen the pageants my 11 year old i don't think she was curious enough there was one moment she had a five minutes of oh maybe do i want to do a and then i kind of told her about it she's like oh she's just been her own person and but now she's showing this she's shown an interest in acting and she loves singing and those and that, actually i wouldn't have wanted her to do those things i i would want her to do something i don't know if i could pick but here she is showing an interest in those things and you know they're their own person they kind of decide what they like and of course really i mean that's the best doing-
0: way Isn't that the best way to do it? Because if you push them in any direction, then they'll just resent you.
1: Yes. And oh, okay. I'll tell you a funny story about so Katie, when she was little, she knew there was some crown. She saw pictures on my uh, with the crown on my head. And so her dad told her, your mom was the queen. So that makes you a princess. Well, she took that literally. <laughs> so she would go to I school. love
0: your daughter so much already and I don't even and know her. She, yes. She would Your she husband. Would first can- of all, your husband sounds like an awesome guy because that's exactly what I would do if I had a daughter and my wife was a pageant title holder. Okay, I would totally be the same way. So that's awesome. And
1: so she she actually thought she was a, a princess she took it literal and went to school and then she would get, you know, those headbands you get at a birthday party with the crown. And she would go to school with this thing on her head at that whenever she could, they wouldn't allow her in school. I'm a princess. I have to wear this. And I thought, oh no, she can't go to school with that. They're going to think I'm this pageant mom that's putting my daughter in a crown, but she really wanted that. On her head, and wore it because she thought she was a princess for a while. And I told my husband, "You've got to tell her how this really works. It's just sort of a a queen for a year, and then you're not. It's not like you're really royalty." We had to explain that whole thing that it's not, and but it really th- kind of crushed her. <laughs>
0: but you, but you are forever Miss Miss Teen and Miss USA. So technically, right. you're you're stretching the truth because you're always recognized as miss usa and and if i was running an organization i would that was the one thing that i just don't understand is that you should have like a legacy sash that you're welcome to wear anytime you want that this is a specific legacy because in my opinion your daughter's not all wrong and i i mean i understand for school cuz school schools just weird about that you know but like you know well, she's your daughter's oh, yeah. kind of a she is kind of a princess you know especially at the level you are at you know because in my opinion usa is the top i mean they're it's above america in my opinion by far so this is, this oh, is, that's so... it, it, it is. I always
1: tell people it's, they're both huge titles. It's yeah, kind yeah, of like, yeah, you know, yeah. I know. There's Burger King and
0: there's McDonald's. Yeah, but they're there is one better. The, you <laughs> you know, know, there's Coke. There's one has a happy meal, right? Right. But there's one, there's Coke and Pepsi and it's, you know, Coke is above Pepsi. It, it just is, they're, you know. Oh,
1: that's, that's so <laughs> sweet. They would, they would, they would say, you know, what was your talent? And then you feel like, oh. Because I did a pageant with,
0: you know, where or you I would say dance. dance. No, you just say yeah. dance,
1: right? Exactly. Exactly. And say- there's, there's so much, it, people have perceptions that they don't know pageants of what it's like. And it's really interesting to hear that when you're in the world, you understand how much it is. And it's not just, even though Miss USA, you know, they'll call it a beauty pageant. There were so many gorgeous, how do you pick? That's in the eye of the beholder. You know, who's the most beautiful or who answered the questions the best you know it's all in the eye of the beholder and sometimes someone just has a really special night on that stage and she was meant for that and you can go in and you can prepare that's what i tell girls is just prepare do everything you can and then you got to have fun and and see what happens and sometimes it's meant to be and sometimes it's meant to put you on another path but um but i'm
0: also gonna i'm gonna also like really point you out specifically because i there's an elite thing that i see with people that do really well in pageants and it's your personality and no matter how young or old you are okay your personality stands out like there's a reason why you won this title like um if i would put if i would put a cheerleader that has no experience talking to the media there's no way that we could have a very long form conversation with that same same person, they would have to work up to that. You have these skills, you you know there is a reason why you won. One of the reasons why is you were able to communicate very well, and you still have those skills, you you know you have you can just pull them out of your 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 uh, your your box of uh, of uh, tools, and that you know clearly you have those. So communication is a huge thing that is definitely needs to be pointed out because you clearly had those skills when you won Miss USA.
1: Oh, thank you so much. I, that, that means a lot. It's, you know, after all these years, it's, it's something you wonder, do you still, you know, you don't want to disappoint anyone ever when you meet someone and you're a former, whatever, you know, you, you want to live up to the, I don't know, expectation in the title because it's more than just you. It's, it's a title you're representing. That's what I, I always that face. legacy,
0: that that legacy. Yeah. Think, right?
1: You want to have a good and like with Katie. She, my daughter, was so sweet. She said, "But were you famous?" And I would say, "Well, you know, in the pageant world, people know who you." I was trying to explain. She's like, "But were you famous?" And I said, "Well,
0: yes." And I the, answer, answer is, <laughs> the answer is always yes. Know, you just need to be famous. modest and say yes. I was famous. I didn't know how to. Answer her
1: and i worked you're just I, being I you're
0: this, just like so yeah. modest like you just I like, so famous
1: you kind of for a window of time right but like now and so so in in this game show i was on for seven years you know i told her well in the game show world yes and i would have people stop and as miss usa people lined up to get your autograph and you would meet with and she said oh so she went to school and if someone ever gave her a hard time she would say my my mom was famous and and then her friend pointed out to her well she wasn't like zach efron famous
0: (laughs) oh my god well zach zach will have his 15 minutes and his clock is ticking as well so you know his.
1: all you know as soon as he gets the beer
0: belly and zach will fall from grace as well you know
1: i don't see that happening with him right maybe maybe not i'm not i'm not musical
0: right i'm not you know wishing any bad you know stomach uh abs on him but like you know we all get 15 minutes and we have to be <laughs> as productive sometimes we're like tom hanks and we get 60 years of 15 minutes or and some people we only get one year or, or 30 seconds so
1: it's so funny it's it it it's just it's, it's really amazing, and your kids, but they are the most, you know, they keep you level-headed and everything. It's like they're proud of you, but then they get older and they get embarrassed or, you know, whatever. So I don't know what they'll do. Like there's little Zilla that, Ava is her name, and uh, Katie, she said, mom, will they ask you about your, ki-? she thought it was neat, I was doing a podcast. She said, will they ask you about us? I said, well, it's really about, you know, kind of the industry and pageants. And she said, well, if they ask, Be sure and tell them one of your kids is an angel and the other one is a screaming crier.
0: (laughs) Your kids sound like a, 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 you know, hey, I know you live in L.A. It sounds like you would be guys would be a really good case to do a reality television show. I'm just saying it sounds like it sounds like you guys would be, you know, I it sounds like I would at least view a couple episodes because I'm sitting here laughing. Oh, my goodness.
1: My second one, I haven't. I don't know. She'll either be in prison or running a company. I don't know which it'll be at this.
0: I point. mean, that's. I mean, we, we, we prison is not good, but like running a company is good. You know, we we need yes. more fe- we need more female owners. So okay, good.
1: That's. Great. I j- I j- I joke to keep me. She. It was funny. My first one was born three months early, and she had a really hard medical start. And I, I was just praying with the second one that it would be okay uh, medically and and, and she was born, you know, close to her due date and everything was okay. But she had a really strong willed personality. She came out swinging. So I, I was like, wow, I I didn't think about that part being hard, (laughs) but she's so adorable. She's gotten, she has a really sweet side too. She's just, I think when you have strong girls, it's, it's a good thing because They'll, you know, the world is tough and they'll, they'll, they know who they are and they'll be able to take things on.
0: I absolutely agree that, um, um, I'm an only child and I definitely think you need to raise women with a little gusto and believe that, you know, you need to raise your, your boys being very polite and treating them, um, like princesses and like women should Always be on guard and always you know making sure that they're taken care of personally, you know yeah that's just it's the way it should be I mean you should be trying to always win the the woman over, you know you know, and I mean it's just the way it should be, I mean, like you know every great guy has a great woman behind her, and if not right next to her so and if the guy's not willing to admit that, then he's just a fool, so.
1: Aww. It's I just a truth. That's wonderful. It's just the truth. I think, I think that's really sweet. I I do. I think, and the respect is really important. You know, mm-hmm. um, you know, and I just want them to respect themselves and whatever they want to do. I'm so excited to be here and see what it is, and I can share, you know, my stories with them. But it's funny; neither one of them have really. Katie's seen some of the pictures and been curious, but they haven't seen the pageants, so you know, well, hopefully, you know,
0: you know, this will help to germinate some, um, some uh, thought in that pattern. It sound It sounded like um, my request of you being on my show um, has germinated something. So maybe, maybe they'll be interested in, in seeing some of your history. So.
1: Yeah, I think it's really, um, it was, I, I tell her stories all the time about how amazing it was to travel and just, you know whatever you do in life, no matter what it is, just bring yourself to it in your own flair and and just give it give it your all because that's all I really ask for her, from them in school is just it's like they're distance learning right now just give it give it all you can, do your best, you know, and bring yourself to everything you do and that's that's all I ask for you know if if someone gets a C or whatever as long as they put a hundred percent into to what it is but they're both hard working and i'm really proud of them i think uh we've all learned a lot lately and and just have learned to appreciate the simple things in life right that we took for granted i mean this is kind of fun to talk about i i you know? i can't
0: i mean i um mm-hmm. i think that uh, i've come much more uh closer with my family in the last seven months yeah. so um it's true i i unfortunately yeah. it, I've never had the opportunity to buy a house in my um, young thirty-seven into thirty-eight years. So um, um, having to go through quarantine at thirty-eight with my with my seven-year-old parents is very uh, very interesting. It's not a um, life wow. experience that I expected, but um, we very much cohabitate and. My photography business wasn't really expecting to literally come to a scree- screeching halt, so it's a very yeah. interesting kind of um, dilemma. Um, so, yeah, I
1: my hats off to you oh, for I, being I there for your parents like that. I'm sure that uh,
0: you know very. I'm very concerned about my mom. So, yeah, I oh. yeah. So, yeah, it's a very um. I there's two ways you can either get you can either divide at, in, in, something like this, or you can come closer together. So.
1: Yes. No, I, I agree completely. I, you know, you wondered at the beginning, boy, will there be more divorce with this going on and that kind they of probably thing. But will. A lot of people, well, yeah, I'm <laughs> sure there'll be some, but then I heard some statistics that it's brought people. I mean, it is, there's that pressure and financial pressure and, and, and businesses. And, and then there's the other side, like you said, where people come closer together because, we all took just the simplest things in life for granted. We all did. You don't realize you're doing it until something's taken away. Just like the simplicity, like for my kids of going to school, my daughter Mm -hmm. loves school and her friends and not getting to see, you know, and it's just, I think sometimes there's lessons in life. And even as we're talking about pageants, sometimes you don't even see the lessons or the things you learned until you get well past, it. And then you look back at it and it becomes clear, like a chapter of your life. And you look back on that chapter and it becomes much more clear. It's hard to see when you're in it, you know, you're in survival mode, but we'll, we'll get there. We'll all get together. And I think people are leaning on each other and family. And you know, that's what we do. Friends check in on people. That's what I always say. If you're having a good positive day, call someone up, check in on them. If you're feeling good energy and good share that with somebody. Now, if you're down in the dumps, don't call anybody, but I will, actually, you can call your mom, call whoever, but right. I'm just saying, if you have a little bit of extra energy, share that with someone or just check, especially people living alone or taking care of being caretakers, check in with them too. Like we can all kind of pitch in that way just for support. It's important to have support in
0: anything. I just wanted to take one extra second and talk about our sponsor of the week, Mid-Atlantic Video and Photography Production. No matter if you're planning a wedding and you need a wedding videographer, you're doing a music video, or you're doing a commercial, they are the team to get the job done. You can reach out to them at 443 422 three zero. Again, that's four four three four two two three eight three zero. Or you can go right to their website at MAVPP.com. Now let's get right back to this great interview. Okay, so after our second break, I usually say to my lovely guest, um, the floor is you if you have anything, but you're retired, you're just living the good life, but we are in this weird world, so if there's anything important that you want people to know or to um, to donate to, please let's um, let's help some people.
1: Yeah, I just think anything that you can do to. I I heard one of your guests when you called me to do the interview. She was talking about donating to the local food um pantry. people the food pantry. Yes, I thought that was a wonderful idea. Donations, any way you can give back, find a family, anyone that you can help in, in any sort of way, whether it's going grocery shopping for someone or, you know, the elderly, like I said before, checking in on people that are living alone is a big thing. Um,
0: I, I absolutely agree because <clears throat> when I was very young, when I was 17 um, to, to like 22, I would um, occasionally cut several senior uh, live-in home um um, I don't know. Live at home, um, people, and so I, I, you would see them pass away, but I would, you know, you, you know, you'd cut their grass. So yeah, I, I know how important that is because they would get such a joy. Like, oh, there's Paul. He's gonna cut my grass. You know, they'd have to come out. Especially that generation. You know, they would all those. That was, you know, the greatest generation in the world. So they, they always have to come out to the porch and they would have to greet you and they would have to, you know. You know, can't can't not. You know, you have to give the boy a water, okay? And he has to have glass. Yeah, It has to be a glass of, you know, because that generation he has to have a glass of water It has to be in the glass and it has to give him ice cubes, okay? That's the that whole yes. gen, you know. And you know, I remember, it. You know, yeah, I agree with you absolutely. So it, it makes me cry because that gener- you know, that we that kind of hospitality just doesn't exist anymore.
1: Absolutely, I think, you know, and you see people doing you know, things for each other here and there, and we're getting back to the, uh, you know, I take bike rides with my kids all the time now, and we do some of the, the basic things that I grew up in Idaho doing. And it's, you know, it's been really, really good just to kind of get back to those simple things, playing games together, connecting, you know, um, so it's been challenging, I think, for everyone in different ways, and everyone's got their hardship and trying to be safe and all of that um and balance that with just life and kids and I know a lot of parents being home with the kiddos, not being in school is really challenging, so my my heart goes out to just everyone
0: well, you brought up games, so are you guys playing uh, the prices right board game?
1: i don't have a price how right do
0: game. No, how do you not have a price I, is right board game come on
1: i, I don't that's you like know.
0: you know like first of all first of all it is one of the best concepts for a simple you know everyone goes to the grocery store unless you're like bill clinton and he doesn't know okay <laughs> but everyone goes to the grocery store You buy you buy eggs you know you buy furniture well, you it know, is such a great game for a while there that was the only
1: place you could go for the, the gro- to the grocery. <laughs> right, store. exactly. You know, people, if you wanted to see anyone, you know, you, you were at the grocery store. That's right. so true. And no, I tell you, it, you know, I joke that I showed refrigerators and toasters, and now you and you, I just and you made them the look frid- the best
0: refrigerator in the entire world. Okay, <laughs>
1: yeah, like and it, and to-
0: and I and I I know I was watching because I watched I watched that for I know for a fact because I didn't I didn't know specifically it was you but I watched that whole um from like 97 to like 2000 uh, when Ball Barker left so I know I watched your your group oh, I know yeah, that was Yeah I know definitely. for you had to have been on the show at that point so I I, I would, know so sure. so yeah so yeah, I I'm sure I was like yep that's a great that's a great toaster yep got a, got a buy that toaster yeah, right? I-
1: I tell my kid, I'd say, you know, I used to work in appliances. I used to show a toaster in an oven. Now it's, now it's, now it's more like, what do you want for
0: breakfast? And I'm, show, I'm opening the fridge in my bathroom. Wait, now you're a short, now you're a short cook, right? You know, yeah, exactly. You, 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 you went Everyone from Sears, you went from Sears, Robo- you went from Sears you went from Sears which none of these kids will ever exactly. know what Sears Roboc is because it was just. You know, even my generation doesn't know what Sears. You know, you went from Sears to uh, being a short, short, short cook. So. <laughs>
1: Exactly, exactly. There was the glamorous, you know, how to open a fridge all beautifully and present it. Now it's just more opening it to get the kids' bread, right, throwing things into the toaster. The nails aren't maybe beautiful, and I'm definitely not in the sequin cocktail dress with some heels. But, you know, it's you like know, those it, chapters in life, if, if you know, your book of life. Oh,
0: shooks, you know. You, you you don't have your girly girl look on. What What a shame, you know.
1: <laughs> so so funny it's so yeah so the price is right that that's another um that's probably a whole
0: that's probably a whole episode but yeah because i i I don't want to hold you because i i know i've kept you for an hour and a half and and i really appreciate it but do you have one story for any of our our game show listeners is there a cool story because bob barker is just an interesting person and the whole show is such interesting was there one cool experience
1: Well, I grew up with the show, so I, you know, would pretend. And so when I got on the show, my friend said, we used to play that in our house. And, you know, he was just a wonderful host. So entertaining, just smooth as silk. He had done that for a year. He was just really, and I got to work with both Bob and Drew Carey. So I got both experiences in Drew's first year. And It was just an amazing, I always said it was like working at Disneyland because the energy. I would I agree mean, with that. People were yeah, literally yeah. falling on the floor and foaming at the mouth over vacuums. I mean, of <laughs> course, if it's a car, they're going down, they're going on the ground. <laughs> Some form of breakdancing is going to happen. They are excited. And so the energy, it was just so exciting. And I think, oh, I think I, one of the funny stories was when Drew started, a lady got so excited, she peed her pants. And they had...
0: <laughs> I'm sorry. That's just it's just hysterical. It really and is. I
1: remember they had to take the pants back in the hair and makeup room and blow dry them for the spin the wheel or whatever, oh. you know, to try and just Whoa. cover it up and you know not embarrass the poor lady she was excited you know she had stood in line for a long time and you know you're winning prizes it's exciting i
0: i haven't had the privilege of um going to the actual taping but i've watched several several um of those rabbit fans that stand out there for um sometimes hours to get into the first taping and it's got to be just such an incredible experience to just be in the audience alone being one of the cast. I mean, it's just like, it's just a, it's what defines morning television in America, in my opinion. Because if we don't have prices right, I really think that, like, it's, it's like, it's such a like, bo- I don't, like, it's just like how I believe how, um, Regis was for so long with morning television. Price is right is exactly the same way. It it just it's a it's a it's a marker in time. It really is.
1: Oh yes. There lots of energy. It's like um I remember the first time going into the studio, I thought, wow, this is like a rock concert. How loud and excited when Bob would come out those doors and you know, and then later when Drew came out, it was just the excitement of the audience. And I remember there was, you know, in pageants, it was the same kind of the night of the show, the cheering. But this was in a smaller studio, and you could just feel the energy. It was really an exciting place, and people still get so excited. It's really amazing to see people winning and and that kind of thing. It was a lot of fun.
0: Uh, I I'm totally jealous. And, um, it it sounds like it was a great life experience as well. as, I mean, you got paid. I mean, I mean, this sounds like, um, it's a great job. I mean, I, I hope it was as as exciting as it sounds. It was. And so,
1: well, and I think the pageants helped because it was on stage, you know, there's a lot of things that you would do in a pat, just comfort on stage and things like that. I mean, you have doors. And th- another funny story is we had really quick changes. Sometimes you had to get, I would play these characters in the showcases and you'd have to get into the Santa Claus. It was live to tape. So they would pause it if they had to, but they had to, to basically do like a live show. And if, you know, if they had to pause it, they would, but they didn't want to. So y- it was quick changes. And sometimes you were literally flying into the door to show a sofa or an oven as the doors are starting to open one girl she was literally airborne flying into the sofa and bob would get a kick out of that when something like that it was so, like baseball uh, you know sliding. right into
0: right yeah, yeah. so do you think that was just for kicks or just like how they wanted to run the show because that sounds like so like like or they were just so time crunched because from what i've heard and didn't you guys record several episodes at a time on one day? You would do two or three, or is that not right?
1: Yes, they. Were, I the schedule changed, but from what I remember, we would do a couple on Monday, right? And it depended okay. on the host schedule. It it changed over the gotcha. years, and then you would do like maybe one on Tuesday, Wednesday, Thursday. Yeah, you would do a couple in a day. You're right, not a bunch. And then you would they wouldn't tape on Friday. Fridays, and then the schedule would change. But they like to run it live. Like a military... So it was taped. Right, yeah. Uh, but right. like a live show, they wanted that wow. excitement and with the time schedule, because there was a lot of rehearsal. You would rehearse every prize, every game. There was, oh gosh, somewhere between 80 and 100
0: and something wait, 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 games. Wait, 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 wait. wait, wait. They they would have you rehearse the way they would want you to like present like really like they were that like specific wow
1: well well you would have to get your mark so if they do say you're showing a hot tub and they want to do the logo on the hot tub of whatever brand it was of course they need to pan in put the logo on and then you got to make sure your hand doesn't go into the mark and then they would pull out and you would have some standard things you would do, but they that would have sense. to do the set setup up for the shot. And so you would, you would rehearse everything at, you know, you wouldn't have the contestant there that would win, but you would walk through the games as we normally would, or the cash register or safe crackers or whatever it was. And then you would maybe have 20 minutes to a half hour to get ready and then come out. And there was one girl that was amazing. She could, she was in pageants. She was actually, we were in the Miss USA pageant together. She would not be ready. And you would think, Oh no, <laughs> she won't be ready for the show. How's she going to do it? And she was like Superwoman. She would go into the, she would come out 10 minutes later, completely ready. Her and me. Wow. I swear there, she had a magic wand in her purse. I don't know how she did it. You know, and I she would, she would not be late. I,
0: I, I, I have run into a couple of pageant contestants and models that can Put themselves together very quickly but that's a very rare talent so
1: yeah it was amazing she was she could you know get herself together and be on the stage wherever there were three doors and she'd be right in there and you'd turn your back and there she was ready it was a it was amazing it was a gift she had i
0: i would agree i would i have to say that for our, our listeners that are not professional models that's not an easy thing to to happen so that's that's a pretty cool um magical power or super superpower to have so absolutely absolutely well i i'm absolutely blown away and um so thankful for you to grace my very small podcast that is that is growing and um i really thank you for um really giving my audience really a, a, a absolute insight on that experience and um i really thank you for your time and uh i hope you really have enjoyed your time on our our podcast
1: thank you so much paul i really appreciate the interest and i enjoyed it it was a lot of fun to you know kind of take a walk down memory lane you you jogged my memory (laughs) i'm not as forgetful as i thought
0: (laughs) no no um uh, they're they're just uh, they're uh, they're it's a book that just needs to be reopened you know you, you close right. the book you close the book and then you just need to reopen it it might be a little dusty um, there's a YouTube channel that uses Barbie dolls <clears throat> and um, it, it's uh, supposed to make fun about how guys um, are like not attentive so one of the episodes, they go into the barbie's brain and we see this hall of knowledge (laughs) and it says hall of knowledge and it just continues to go down the hall and everything is inventoried and she goes to the exact date that the offense occurs she pulls out the whole cabinet and she goes to the day and the time and she pulls out the (laughs) the envelope so um, it's kind of how I imagine how like memories work for, at least for females, yes. you know, you know, you know, yes. you know, so on <laughs> at nine o'clock on March 7th, 2008, you know, Absolutely.
1: <laughs> it, all, it all comes back. Doesn't it? You just have to dust,
0: you know, you have to unlock it. Right. You know? So, and
1: it's funny, sometimes it seems like a lifetime ago and other times you'll remember things so vividly and yeah. it's just, you know, and it's it'll be neat for you.
0: It's the smells, really. To,
1: yes. And and it's fun. You get to hear this experience from different points of view and, and different people's experience and what they do. And that's what's so interesting is just the different stories you'll hear and just different different things you'll get out of it from different people. I'm sure some things will come up a lot, and then you'll hear unique things with oh. each ind- individual. That's what makes it different and exciting.
0: But the, the there are some, like – fundamental things that I've noticed that ring out with all of my successful title holders that have been able to break that ceiling. One, there's this underlining passion and also in this innate want to be on television and see that Miss America on television and sitting with mom or dad at a young age, everyone says yeah. that. That is something that's wow, like a def- really? That's something like, I don't, I really don't know if you can win that title and not have that passion. Like, I mean, maybe you, I mean, you could do anything in life, but like, that's something that's just so consistent. And then being able to be part of some kind of talent, being, you know, dance or, or playing an instrument, you know, there's some kind of correlation there. And, um, that every, everyone that has won an elite title says that's the, I mean, so, and that's what I've always listened to. And I, I think that my listeners have really paid attention to that too.
1: I love your comparisons to sports. It's, I, can I think it's so the easiest many way. Similar, I similar think it's just the
0: easiest way because I think most people can relate to sports, you know?
1: Absolutely. I remember my mom telling me when you were born, your dad, he grew up with two brothers. My grandfather worked, you know, he had the sporting goods story. Worked with Tommy Lasorda in Little wow. Pocatello, Idaho. So my dad grew up in this sports family, and then there I was born. And he thought, well, "What what do I do with a girl?" You know, and and then here I went into pageant. So I think my um, down the line he connected with that whole competition end of it with sports. Oh, yeah. And he, he was always, In the night I won teen, it was his birthday. So it was really neat. I, I still feel, I always wonder if it wasn't my dad's birthday and that came up in my final question, would I have won? Because it was a really special moment. I got to wish him happy birthday.
0: It's wow. it just,
1: it, I guess it was meant to be.
0: Yes. I,
1: so July twenty fifth is a special day. It's his birthday, and it was that anniversary of that that night.
0: I'm, I would have to say that he probably re- recalled that an entire moment until the day he he left this earth. So I'm I'm sure that that was his crowning moment. So I, I'm sure of it. So he was I'm sure he was and very proud of. Thank
1: goodness! Me. Thank goodness he hasn't left the earth yet. He's oh well, it, I'm
0: so. so sorry. I didn't mean to pre <laughs> pre pre <laughs>
1: No, that's, I might've said something. My, my husband's father passed away. Maybe I said something along the way, but, but yeah, but that, it was a really kind of a, you know, different things that you remember. That's something that really sticks out to me. Um, but yeah, I can see the sports connection. I totally, Mm -hmm. I was impressed with your, your kind of take on that and in the background stories and you know, everyone has an interesting story, and and I'm sure you're, you'll get to hear a lot of them with what you do. How long have you been doing this for? Uh,
0: I've been doing the show for two years, but I have been doing photography for ten years, and then my mom and I have owned our travel agency for fifteen years. So,
1: oh, that's wonderful. Yep. You mentioned your mom. Are you close to your mom? Extremely
0: close to my mom. So that's awesome. So.
1: I love my mom too. My mom, she was so supportive. I have to say that too. Like when you go into this, if you have a good support system, my mom, I call her Cheryl, the Pearl. She was, she was, mm-hmm. she, she actually sold cherry Hill dresses She oh, knew really? cherry okay. Hill back in the day. Yep. Yeah. In fact, my dad had a sporting goods store. And then my mom had gowns in the back and it was so funny. The front was sports and in the back there were,
0: Hey, you know, to me, gone. that sounds like a really winning competition, you know, because boys go where the girls are. So, you know, <laughs> that's true. I mean, that I means. mean, you know, I'm being dead serious. Boys are very simple. If you girl, if you can get the girls to come somewhere, boys will go where the where the girls are. It's not that complicated. So
1: that is funny. Maybe that's why they were in there shopping for for different things so much. Mm-hmm. But Yeah, there you go.
0: Well, thank you so much. And thank you. Well, you'll have I to come so on. Appreciate it. You'll and have I to come on the, the show again. Oh, thank you. I, I
1: With your family and everything. And, and you too, you know, be safe, be well, and, you know, take care of yourself and thank you for the interest. I really, I had fun.
0: And I, I as well. Brandy, this is one of the reasons why I wanted to start this podcast and really, have an opportunity to make great connections. What an incredible person you are and what an incredible family you clearly have. I'm just completely blown away. There is a reason, like I said during the podcast, why you won Miss USA. You have all those skills, and I hope that my listeners really do pick that up and understand the little nuggets of gold that you gave them during this podcast because you gave them so much knowledge, and I... I really hope that my listeners pay attention. So I thank you so much. I hope you stay safe and your entire family does. And uh, I wish you all the best. And um, I hope to hear from you soon. You're always welcome to come back on the show anytime you'd like. I always want to remind our listeners that we have two incredible shows. The podcast, which you're listening to, which is called The Total Focus Podcast, And I also have a movie review show with my co-host, Iban Carlos, where we talk about movies and just have fun. So please stay tuned. Please like, subscribe, give us a thumbs up, give us a thumb down, give us some comments. The most important thing is that you enjoy the content and give us some feedback. And as always, stay tuned.